0: grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. When a Christian confirms their faith, as is happening here this morning, They are making a confession and a statement that they are ready to have happen to them what happened to Stephen in our first reading. Stephen, full of faith, full of grace and power, dies for the name of Jesus Christ. That's a big thing to ask of any Christian, let alone ones the age that are confirming their faith this morning. But it is what we do nonetheless. And perhaps we as Christians living in the church today, in this present moment, we can't help but wonder if days like the days of Stephen could ever be upon us again. I know I hear no shortage of lamentation and concern. And you know what? I possess it myself about the church today, where not only is there animosity outside of us, like Stephen encountered, but all too often there's indifference within it. Can you be bothered to get up on a Sunday morning, much less lay down your life for the name of Jesus Christ? Indeed, the time in which Stephen was ministering and speaking the word and proclaiming the word was a time unlike any of us have known in our lives. And perhaps those days could come upon us again. God only knows. But we do know that in the midst of whatever difficulties we face as Christians living in the world today, that there is comfort. That God does strengthen and equip his Christians to face whatever comes their way. And so even as Stephen was being stoned to death for his faith, Peter, one of his colleagues in the ministry, one of the chosen apostles who would have been there that day when they commissioned Stephen to preach the word, Peter speaks a word of comfort in our epistle from 1 Peter 2. That is a reminder to Christians of every time and place That God has not stopped working. I want you all to take note of that today. Some preachers do three-point sermons. There's three things. I'm kind of more of a one-point preacher. If you leave here remembering one thing, good. And that point is, God is still at work among his people. And that is what Peter outlines for us. God is still doing his work in his church, among his children, with his people. The kids learn in confirmation, and I talk about it in Bible study all the time, about the power of God's word. If you go back to creation in Genesis chapter 1, when God makes heaven and earth, how does he do it? He speaks. Let there be light. Let there be a greater light to rule the day and a lesser light to rule the night. Let there be stars. Let there be waters. Let there be birds. Let there be fish. Let there be animals. When God speaks, things happen. His word has Power. And what St. Peter does in 1 Peter 2, our text for today, is remind us of that simple fact. The word of God still has power among you, and it is at work. It starts off in verse chapter 2, where Peter says, Like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into Salvation, if indeed you have tasted that, the Lord is good. Peter reminds us as Christians to be like infants longing for milk, except our milk is spiritual milk, the milk that is God's holy word. And by that word, what does Peter say happens? That by it, you may grow up into salvation. God grows us by his word. God is at work in us, growing us. Growing us into salvation. Peter would have us remember here that we can talk about salvation in a few different ways. We often as Christians talk about being saved as a past event, don't we? Jesus died on the cross, and he saved me from my sins 2,000 years ago. Or, when I was baptized, God saved me, past event. But it is also true to say that God is saving me right now by his word, forgiving my sins, coming to me in the Lord's table. He is saving me right now. And... He will save me in the future, on the last day, when he raises me to life to live with him forever. Our salvation is not just past event, old news. It is an always happening sort of thing. So that we can say, I have been saved, I am being saved, I will be saved. We grow Into our salvation as God feeds us and nourishes us by his word. Our salvation is something that is happening all throughout our lives and into eternity. And God is at work growing you by that word and saving you. Peter also says, as you come to him... A cornerstone chosen and precious. And whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. You are newborn children, infants being grown into salvation by God. You are also living stones. That God builds on top of Jesus Christ. The cornerstone. God is at work Building you. You with the entire church being built on Jesus Christ. Into a kingdom, as Peter says, a priesthood, a house that is to last forever. Peter will describe how Jesus is the stone that the builders rejected. In other words, people stumbled over Jesus. They didn't like his words. They didn't believe him because of the signs and the miracles. And they've rejected his resurrection from the dead. And you, like him, can expect to be rejected. To be a source of stumbling for the world around you. And so as the kids today confirm their faith and those of us who have confirmed our faith already, we are to be those prepared that others will stumble over us. They will not like what we do. They will not like how we speak. They will not like that we hold to the word of God that grows us. But God, in his faithfulness, is building us. He is at work, placing us in Jesus Christ, the sure cornerstone, the foundation on which our entire life and our faith is built. God at work, building us. Peter, towards the end of our reading, says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. God is at work choosing you, setting you apart, a priesthood, a holy nation. Priests are connected with sacrifice. Of course, in the Old Testament, the priests offered sacrifices in the temple. We see that into the New Testament as well. In the Roman Catholic Church, the term priest denotes the element of sacrifice that is seen by how they view the Lord's Supper and the Mass. But you are all priests in that you are set apart, chosen by God to serve Him and to, as St. Paul says in Romans chapter 12, present yourselves as living sacrifices. Being grown, being built in the Lord, you are also chosen To proclaim the excellencies of Him who called you out of darkness into His marvelous light. You are called upon, chosen, set apart to proclaim Jesus who called you out of the darkness of sin, death, and the devil and shines on you the light of salvation. God, our Lord is at work growing us, building us, choosing us. He has by no means abandoned his church. He works by his word. What is God's work in this world? His growing and building and choosing... It is you. You are his work. His creating power still speaks to you by his word. To give you hope and promise and a future. And yes, thanks be to God. We have a future, a resurrection, a hope. That is laid up for us in heaven at the resurrection of the dead. But we also have a present. A God who is doing these things and at work even now. Such that Jesus says in our gospel for today, Let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that i go to prepare a place for you? Dear Christians, do not be troubled. Jesus prepares a future for you. And He remains at work here in your present by His Word that you would not lose hope. The Word of God by which God grows us and builds us and chooses us, continues to be spoken. And so today we ask Logan and Aiden and Nora and Jeremiah to confess this faith for themselves and to confess that they know where God continues to do his work. In that word, God grant each and every one of us to not be troubled, to not lose heart, to know that God continues to create and work and do amazing, almighty things by the word he gives to you. Amen. The peace of God which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. We continue with our offertory, which is on page 192. Please stand.